executive action on the state water plan, how interest rates on the rise could impact your production costs, and so much more on today's episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts now. You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Well, welcome to the desert. You see, I waved at the camera in I case did. they couldn't see That's me. New. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. She says your name, you give a wave. Yeah. That's friendly. So everybody knows who I am. Kind of like when I go to the car wash, there's always some cartoonish wave coming from whoever's standing there waiting. Yeah. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) I always feel a need to wave back. I mean, it's friendly. It's not offensive. Yeah. Uh, It just seems a little over the top. Yeah. I mean, they're enthusiastic. (laughs) Yeah. Which I appreciate. Yeah. The better Um, experience you have at the car wash because of that wave. You know my car is the same clean yeah uh as it would be otherwise but i'll tell you what <laughs> as odd as i sometimes think it is yeah i always smile <laughs> i always smile <laughs> and we talked about that with um recently with the if you've seen that farmer and cyclist conversation yeah. video they talk they go into the wave i think we talked about that on yep. the show too but sure it's have. just tough to not uh you know, give a little smile on somebody. Yeah, I mean, compare it to if you're pulling into the car wash and they were throwing rocks at you instead. Uh huh. Yeah, you, I think you would prefer the <laughs> well, big goofy wave. I absolutely yeah. uh, agree with you there. <laughs> um, that's right on. You were saying right before we came on air, so we're actually recording this in the afternoon instead of in the morning. Yeah, like we normally do, mm-hmm. uh, because we're very three very busy individuals. So we busy. Had to push it back. Yeah. Um, you were saying that. Uh, you're a little tired today. A little energy level's kind of low. I'm getting old, man. It, it doesn't no, take much. I don't think so. It's just you know, it's 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 been it's been a busy week around here. I yeah, think. It, I mean, we got policy development season. Plus, it's 135,000 <laughs> degrees outside. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I do work in the office, but you get spoiled, and then you walk outside, and man, this is awful. yeah. You know, farmers listen to this show, right? Yeah, they're gonna be like, poor John, really. Really? I've seen your office. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I'm just thinking of all the ones because we got a lot more listeners than watchers at the moment. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're, they're yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. They're on the okay. combine. So he waved. Did he wave like this? Oh, yeah. Or was he like <laughs> this? <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of that Forrest Gump meme that people will send sometimes. Yeah. If you're saying when he's just standing there. Yeah. Right. Uh, waving like that. Right. That's pretty funny. So well, now yeah, everyone's going to have to watch favorite. just to, you know. See, see, how you your, see your wave. Yeah, so. I think everybody's growing up or in their hometown always had that one guy that was all about waving at you when you were driving by. Yeah, oh, yeah. you know, and then yeah. he was always one that was he was revving it up. You know, he oh, was yeah. waving before you even saw him <laughs> to make sure. Getting no, I, you know, I, I love my kids when they were younger and they would see me driving the truck and you know mm-hmm. you got your finger up on the steering wheel yeah. and someone passes and you go like that. Yeah, yeah, give it a finger and and uh, not that finger. So. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, did you know that guy? Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, no different, just being friendly. There's different yeah. variations. You know, you got the finger, then yeah. you got the two fingers. Exactly. They may, you, maybe all four. Maybe, maybe all you get four. up there in the windshield and you shake your hand a little bit. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> or you put your hand out the window. I'd pull you over. <laughs> <laughs> I, here's what I'll tell you. It's uh, geographical for me. Uh-huh. If I'm driving around town here, probably not going to wait. No. Yep. As soon as I hit that county road yeah, or I'm... On gravel, oh, you better believe it, buddy. <laughs> and I, every truck, it's like I've gone right back to St. Francis County, <laughs> and I'll, I'll wave at every every car I see yeah. come by. Yep. Uh, my wife, uh, the vehicle she drives is is, is known for uh, hat, waving, friendly waves back and forth, and she'll get on me if I'm ever driving her vehicle. She's like, they they waved at you. You were supposed to wave at them. Yeah. Kind of like the motorcycle some hierarchy wave. or whatever, yeah. Yeah, and I'm just like, uh, 
I'm just like, okay, whatever. I'm, I don't remember that. I'm, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't wave at everybody. You don't have but anyway, Ford waves thing. that you're supposed to do every time you see a Ford? Yeah, no. I just know we don't wave at Chevy's. <laughs> <laughs> He's not going to be waving at me then. Oh, me. Yeah, I'm not going to wave back at you then. Yeah, well, look. I, you know, now, I He do. did get my truck yesterday. It was a day before. Yeah. And he was like, man, these trucks are a lot nicer inside. It is nice. Have like, you been in one? I can't I, believe you said yeah. that. It's like got a wraparound screen on it. Wow. A, wow. a car okay. gear shift down in the console like a, mm-hmm. like this. I mean, it's, I was impressed. Okay. Make, made me think twice. I, I like it. I don't, I don't know why y'all are still driving <laughs> these Fords. But. Uh, as I remember, about six months ago, you were driving a Ford. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit longer than that. Uh, but I'm well, no longer in one. Yeah. I'll tell you the reason why I'm driving a Ford right now. Yeah. Because I did have a Chevy, mm-hmm. and it died on me in the middle of rush hour on the interstate. Yeah. Really? Like, in the middle of it. Yeah. And I just don't want to go back to it. Somebody up here had gone from Ford to Chevy. I, I wonder if y'all were in the meeting when the story came about. And the day he drove it home, it died in a oh, parking yeah. lot yeah. on him. Yep. And... uh he had to call the dealership to come pick it up. Uh, you know, there's new generations. You know, the first model, you, you're going to have all these little yeah. things that you got to, you know, hey, take I, care I of. Hey, I love a Chevy. I'm not, I'm not going to knock it. Oh, uh, outside looks-wise? Yeah. No free ads, but outside looks-wise, it's got the... It's it's got it in the bag. Yeah. Yeah. In the Chevy does. It's a sharp-looking truck. Before I came here, I had a 2003 Chevy Impala that I'd had for like 15 years. And it had nothing but issues. Whether it really? was from like the automatic locks to the coolant system, yeah. you name it. Windshield yeah. wiper, I'd have to tighten every other day, and just yeah, it was it was always something with that car. Yeah, wow. Well, but know. I think I've always makes driven, you love it yeah. a little bit more. If you... I don't miss that car at all. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> oh, I appreciated man. what it did how for many, me. <laughs> how many cars have? So you said one. How, how many cars have you ever owned one? that just died, like DOA, you go out to the parking lot, the driveway, and it's like, well, I did not know that when I drove that car here, it would be the last time I drove it. Uh, Have you had it? My Impala was very unreliable. Yeah. I did that several times. Well, my, yeah. You had a truck die in traffic. Yes. Leave you stranded. Yes. It it was, it got repaired, you know. Okay. So you, you revived it. The reason why enough was, long enough to trade. Yeah. Well, the reason why I was concerned, it had two hundred miles on it. Oh my! It was brand yeah. new. Oh and okay. So, yeah. yeah, it was a little concerning. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I had two. I had one uh, like blow a rod one time. I was getting off the mm, exit to go that's home. Not good. Yeah. Got to the mechanic. He's like, "Don't fix this." <laughs> <laughs> and then I had an Xterra that I drove to work, put it parked in the deck one day, came yeah. out, wouldn't start called my mechanic they came over and got it same call he's like well are you ready to shop it's like yeah i guess wow. i am now so well wow. uh neither one of them had like one of these cool stories four hundred thousand miles or anything yeah know? they were just at the end of their lives i guess wow so anyway uh yeah reminiscing about tough times <laughs> those were <laughs> tough times man i was like man how am i gonna do this if he he tells me I need to spend fifteen hundred dollars on this vehicle. Whatever. Uh, those were the days. Yeah. Uh, we know you had a Fiero. I did. Mm-hmm. What was your first car? It was a single cab, two wheel drive Dodge fifteen hundred. Oh, really? It was gray. Yeah. Yeah. That's not too bad. No, I really liked that truck. Yeah. Looking back on it. Yeah. Know, in high school, I was like, well, it's not four wheel drive. Like. Yeah. You know, that's full little kid, but I had a little. It had a lot of room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. For a single cab. Yeah. I had a uh, Maxima, and it it had a uh, it had a loudness button on the stereo. You know, oh, that you could nice. push in. Yeah. And it wouldn't stay in, so I found a piece of metal that was the same color as the like the metal on uh-huh. the stereo. I super glued it to it so it would <laughs> stay loud. You know, it was yeah, yeah. dedicated. So mm-hmm. I know someone. If it's still driving around, they're like, man, I can't get that thing to yeah. <laughs> go <laughs> off. Fingers might be shot. <laughs> what does this thing do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There were some uh, there were some good cars back in the day. Those those um, Volvo sedans. I had a buddy that had one of those. Yeah. Uh, four-door 
you know, late 80s model. And those things were tanks. Yeah. I mean, Do you all remember the Volkswagen Rabbits? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. My oh, dad yeah. had one, like a light blue one when I was a okay. very young kid. Really? Yep. Yeah. My best friend in college, uh, he drove a Honda Civic that did not have power steering. Manual <laughs> transmission, no power steering. I mean, it had to be a basic, basic. Wow. Uh, and, uh, didn't know that was an option. That thing was tough to drive. Yeah. I'm, I'm older than you. But it's kind of kind of like an 18-wheeler on that thing. Uh, anyway, well, those were the days. Now Indeed. we just drive boring old vehicles. Uh, yeah. Nothing cool. Yeah, if know? it doesn't automatically start, you complain about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. Uh, well, uh, we do have more to talk about than old old vehicles and, and cars. And uh, we've got quite a bit to talk about. So I guess we'll dive right in. Uh just a quick reminder, we talked about this last week on the show, but the Arkansas, I'm sorry, the online version of Arkansas Ag, which is our, our news portal, uh, is live. Uh, we went live last week. It is still up and running. I think there's new content there that was uh, not there when we had the show last week. Uh, so I just want to remind you that arcag.arfb.com, that is arkag.arfb.com. Uh, a little bit of alphabet soup there, but um, if you go to arfb.com, you can find a link to it as well. Lots of good news uh, hanging out there uh, as far as uh, impacts uh, for the agriculture industry, especially in Arkansas. Um, uh, you can find, I, I don't know that we've got one there yet. Forgive me, I didn't look right before we came down, but I know we will have soon uh, farmer profiles um, there. Is that right? Indeed, we're uh, working on that. Yep. So you, this is where we're just sort of going around, traveling around the state, profiling different farmers with different backgrounds, different areas of oh, sorry, different areas of focus, things like that. That's pretty cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, I think it's going to help us in a lot of in a number of ways. Uh, profiles being shot as we record. So nice. There we go. Good. Um, I will add to that list. Back by popular demand. I say by popular demand because I've told three people that that we're bringing back Farm Farm Fact Friday on our social media channels. And all three of them have literally said, yay, thrown their hands in the air. So starting, I believe, uh, tomorrow, uh, this week, we will have Farm Fact Friday. That'll I be believe fun. you guys uh, may be helping with that in your department. Are we? Uh, you are. You're not, um, but uh, <laughs> others in your department are. Well, um, we're always asked for interesting information, it seems like, from Ashley or somebody. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys are just the purveyors of interesting information. Uh, uh, subject matter experts. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. I think y'all have been a big help to Shaylee and others on our team uh, who are looking to pull pull back uh, together some of those uh, farm facts and, and facts about agriculture. Yeah, I think most people in y'all's department really like take a step back when they see me walk in. Oh, like, oh, here know. comes John McMinn again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's well, fine. You, well, you've got a lot of requests, and that's yeah. that's okay. Very, um, very needy. Yeah. Uh, and then this is something that we talked about, uh, I believe, back in the spring. Um, but I like this. I, I challenged my parents on this, uh, actually, and, and maybe we could find a way to incorporate it into the show. I don't know. But Walk Across Arkansas uh, registration is open. This is a cooperative extension service program that basically encourages you to get out and get active. Um, the the program the the name of the program uses the word walk, um, but as I was reading mo- more and more about it, basically they're just looking for you to get active, yeah. have some sort of uh, activity mm-hmm. uh, going on during the day. I think for a lot of folks, walking is probably the, the easiest thing to do, or maybe taking the steps instead of the. Um, the elevator or whatever that could be. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really simple. You can sign up. You either you can create a team. You can just do it on your own. But anyway, you go and you register, and then you log the minutes that you spend being active every day um, okay. back on the website. And it sort of keeps track of that. And it's kind of meant to just hold us accountable, make sure we're out moving around. Have they done this uh, before? They have. They do it uh, once in the fall, once in the spring. Oh, so this so is the fall. Year. Yeah, this is the fall registration. Um, and they are open. Registration is not open yet. It'll be open next week. So we'll remind you again next week. But you can register at walk.uada.edu. Uh, as a matter of fact, 
During the spring 2023 Walk Across Arkansas session, there were 409 people who participated okay. uh, on 82 teams wow. across 43 counties, and they logged more than 1 million minutes of activity. Wow. So I thought that was pretty cool. Again, a great way, especially, you know, I've got a couple of buddies that we, you know, have um, Apple Watches and mm-hmm. we'll sort of, you know, keep each other accountable on the activity, the fitness yeah. piece or whatever. This might be a, a way to do that with maybe some folks who uh, aren't aren't active or maybe they are. I don't know, but it's yeah. just pretty cool. I need to be more active, so maybe I need to join this program. Well, you and I both. And uh, I think, it. you know, again, we all just need that inspiration, whatever that may be. Well, a bunch of us make those New Year's resolutions, uh, but this is a good sort of a, a mid-year, fall sort of uh, uh, prompting, I guess I'll say. Yeah. Uh, to get us thinking about that. So anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Uh, I'll also say I think things like this, you know, as we get into harvest season and and uh, particularly stressful uh, times of year, um, you know, things like this are helpful for mental health as, oh, yeah. as well as physical you health. A little bit. So, you know, I just thought that was interesting. So I wanted to pass that along. Awesome. Uh, farmers markets. Yeah, let's yeah. Talk farmers markets. So uh, you've heard me mention here, I guess probably about a month ago was when we opened applications for the first ever farmers market at the Arkansas Farm Bureau trade show or convention trade show. Oh, nice! That'll be this I'm year, what, November twenty ninth through December first, I, th- I believe. Uh, maybe the thirtieth. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I think something, something to that extent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I'm bringing up here exactly though is that our application process closes September first. Okay. So if you're still interested in applying for a space at the uh, farm uh, farmers market at the convention, uh, please go to the website. Uh, I don't have that with me right now. I should have added that, <laughs> uh, but we'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but uh, please keep in mind that this these spaces we're having people apply because the Arkansas Grown and Arkansas Made uh, label is sponsoring this space to open these spaces up for free. So where our space is limited. So we're not going to be able to uh, fit everybody that applies. Uh, okay. And we didn't want to do it on a first-come, first-served basis because then it just wouldn't be fair. Yeah. Know? So uh, please apply. Uh, we're going to try to aim for mid-September, end of September uh, to announce the attendees. And then if, you know, if, if something, you know, if you unfortunately aren't selected, uh, you'll have the opportunity to uh, get a regular vendor space. Oh, nice! And I don't have the price for those vendor spaces with me, but we'll. But you've we'll, got an opportunity. Yeah, you can still regardless. participate. Yeah, okay, we're, we're always looking for new vendors. So yeah. I have a question on that. Yeah, they, you know, we like going to my wife and I like going to farmers markets and uh, shopping those and getting our produce and everything. Yeah. Uh, even getting meats mm-hmm. and certain things. Mm-hmm. But typically, when you think of farmers markets, you think of summer time. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what yeah. what do you think? The farmers market looks like so this our time farmers of year. market oh, in December question. and in November. The, the, the likelihood of you having fresh produce is very slim. There are winter crops, say pumpkins, carrots, root uh, vegetables, root vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to that extent, and you have some some uh, hydroponic indoor grow people, but yeah. th- it's not just Arkansas grown; it's also Arkansas made. Sure. So we're going to have people who offer honey or jams and jellies. Mm-hmm. Cookies, pickles, salsas, candles, soaps—you name it. Anywhere yeah. from uh, that, as far as a, <clears throat> you know, uh, a leather belt, cutting boards, uh, birdhouses—you you know, yeah. it, it'll it'll be an opportunity for those people to showcase what their their products are that they make, or if uh, they do have something available that they've freshly grown, that's great too. Yeah. Well, sorry to put you on the spot. No, 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 no. That no, answers no. it. That that's. Most people don't think of it that yeah. way, you know, because it's you mm-hmm. can shop them year round. It's yeah. just they're well, not as prevalent. Your question has been outside, brought up so. every time. This has <laughs> oh, been really? Yeah. People are like, "Wait a minute! There's no yeah. tomatoes in December." Yeah, what's yeah. up? Yeah, okay. So, well, you know what it sounds like to me—a Christmas market. Yeah, so that's because you're right there after Indeed. Thanksgiving. When you walk into this farmers market, the plan will be that you'll be handed a bag or a box that looks similar, decorated similar to a Christmas present. So it'll be an opportunity for you to buy Christmas presents or gifts, mm-hmm. or I mean, if you want to sit around and eat some local jelly, then you'll have the opportunity to buy that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anything we haven't haven't selected anybody yet. Like I said, so it'll be sometime 
mid-September. I'm when y'all, when y'all, yeah. yeah, October. Well, I'm, I'm excited about it. I mean, yeah, it sounds I, like I a lot too. of fun. And, I hope it's a know. hit. Yeah. So. I think it's going to be. I mean, I, I'm just telling you, that, that trade show has become such a thing. And, you know, we're doing so much more in there now. There's basically always something yeah. on stage when we're there. Yeah. We were talking about 50-plus vendors, mm-hmm. not even thinking about the farmer's market yeah. going to be there. So if you put 30 in there, I'm just using round numbers, you know, you got 80 or so folks. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's pretty cool, plus whatever's going on on the stage. If you're going to attend it, you know, uh, bring some cash. Okay. Yeah. 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 Where, so. where it is, it's uh, much bigger this year. So Because we're in the, Little Rock. Yeah, and everything is going to be full down there. Yeah. 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 So it's exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm I'm. I'm looking for a good showing, and uh hope everybody gets to sell a lot of stuff. And I'm going to buy some stuff. You should buy. Oh, some I'll stuff. buy some you stuff. You should absolutely. buy some stuff. Bring your wife, so she can bring buy some stuff too. So I think that I, I'm I'm telling you, I think this is one of the coolest ideas we've had in a long time. Yeah, I, 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 I'm seriously looking forward to it, and I think a lot of people will get. Yeah, we've had a lot of interest. Well, a good, lot of interest. good, 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 good. Uh, let's see here. I guess. I guess that kind of brings us to crop progress report. Um, I feel like I'm getting some of this real time just because we've been on the phone with some farmers this morning about yeah. some different things. Um, but let's just start uh, with really some of the most important uh, information, and that is harvest is officially in season. Uh, it's hot. It's very dry. So check on your farmer friends. Uh, throw, throw some bottles of water in the cooler. And run them by that field if you're if you're out there. Weather like this during harvest uh, is not only dangerous to to the the, the humans, the folks yeah. out there, the farmers out there uh, working, but it really uh, creates. I was reminded this week the potential for dangerous situations uh, with equipment. Yeah. And uh, as I was talking to somebody who who was asking me some questions about this just a little bit ago, I said, you know, you get the hot temperatures, the hot equipment, the dry, very, very dry dust and, and, mm-hmm. and all that flying around. And it really, um, you really start to create the potential for some. Yeah. It dangerous. seems like every year there's a combine or a handful of combines that catch on fire. Right. And so, you know, just, just being mindful of that, um, that said, um, we hope that, uh, while you're out there, uh, harvesting corn or rice or whatever that may be uh snap a couple photos send them our way you can you can i think we've got a contest running uh perhaps on social media right now so you can post it in the comments if you know one of our email addresses emails texas whatever that may be if you're listening to this you're on a combine right now or on a grain buggy or whatever that may be um take a couple photos and send them our way we'd love to see them and uh yeah so with that Let's dig in with the state's corn crop. USDA reports it here in Arkansas. We've seen a bit of a drop in quality with just over 60% of the crop rated at good to excellent uh, and more than a quarter of the crop in the fair column. Farmers, pardon me, farmers are reporting that 6% of the state's crop has been harvested. From what I hear, especially around Monroe, Arkansas, Lone Oak counties and beyond, uh, is that those earlier storm systems are really starting to prove a bit more damaging on the yeah. yield side than maybe we first thought, mm-hmm. um, or at least maybe we're just getting a, a good look at uh, the damage that was yeah. caused on the yield on the yield front, uh, especially in corn. Uh, cotton also took a bit of a hit in quality this week, with about sixty six percent in the good to excellent condition, and still sixteen percent rated as fair. My guess is the dry, hot weather is having its way on some of the qual- uh, some of this quality reporting yeah. uh, overall. I think they're having some issues up north too. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. And we reported last week on some of the abandonment issues, that, specifically with cotton oh, that yeah. we saw uh, in Texas and and, and beyond. Uh, peanuts have also taken a hit this week, with seventy three percent rated good to excellent, a staggering ten percent drop from last week's report. Still, only one percent of the crop. Uh, in the state, though, rated as very poor. Uh, rice harvest is progressing well with 2% of the crop out of the field. That's on pace with the five-year average. It looks like approximately 70% of the crop is in good to excellent condition. And as of uh, Tuesday's report here, uh, none of that is rated as very poor. 
Uh, moving on to soybeans, uh, we did see a little de- decrease in quality here this week too. Uh, now 65% of the crop is in good to excellent condition, uh, and about 12% is rated uh, poorly right now. We're still ways from harvesting beans, but it's worth noting that 5% of the crop is dropping leaves, which is slightly behind last year's uh, schedule. And the five-year, I think the five-year and last year was like 8%. So not not a ton behind, but a little bit. Uh, livestock and hay conditions continue to struggle. I've seen a couple of hay cuttings going on this week, but you can rest assured that the lack of rain is making a bad thing worse when it comes to hay yeah. production. I mean, yeah. that's just been tough. And then speaking of no rain, we're in the midst of a really dry period and extremely hot weather is compounding that issue. There appears to be no rain in sight. I looked at the 10-day this morning. And, it, and I didn't see any relief for the state. No. There's some temperature relief next week, but still no precipitation. Uh, we're beginning to see uh, burn bands stack up across Arkansas, in yep. fact, especially in the southern and central parts of the state. Uh, I counted 13 county uh, burn bands, or counties under burn bands this morning. That was 11 or, or 8, something like that, a couple of days ago. Yeah. It's just so go up my guess is by the end of the weekend we'll be at, probably 20 or yeah so anyhow that's what i got on crop progress uh and i did see some soybeans that were um pretty pretty close to getting really on the way to hell another day oh really interesting yeah and there was there was a bunch of corn i wouldn't say a bunch but there was a good amount of corn that had already been picked oh nice nice yeah so Uh, it's, it's moving but you know when we were in that meeting they were all saying that this coming week it seems like everything from like Arkansas County East is going to just start harvesting yeah. immediately. I'm going to a meeting tonight and talk to somebody who's going to be there, and he's like, oh, "Man, not a great time to have a meeting." No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but you know, when you schedule these things, it's like you know, you're one rain away from it being an excellent time to have a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but luckily, on that waterfront, you know, I guess rice is probably being drained. Yes, corn, of course, we're not watering anymore. Beans, maybe, maybe not yet. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you you probably know that more than there I was, do. But. Uh, there was talks of people draining rice last week. Yeah. And then was it like a 10-day window from the point they stopped watering to the point they like are almost getting ready Can to harvest. Cut harvest? So, yeah. Uh, you know what I hear? in that window, or at least it's opening. I hear fewer mosquitoes. Well, there are not any fewer mosquitoes in my backyard. <laughs> I'd tell you that right now. I was talking to a buddy of mine at Wynn last night. I was like, man. Way crops are coming out, harvest getting started. You ought to be no mosquitoes soon. He goes, Well, they are thick right now. <laughs> I can tell you that. So, anyway. Well, you want to move on to the news? Let's do it. Okay. Uh, the Federal Crop Insurance Corporation, or FCIC, has been holding listening sessions and is currently accepting public comments on preventive planning of the common, uh, of the common crop insurance, C- or CCIP, basic provisions. Uh, the the Questions they kind of have or information they're looking for from the public include uh, additional prevented planning coverage based on harvest prices in situations when harvest prices are higher than established prices initially set by FCIC prior to planning. Mm-hmm. Also, the requirement that acreage must have been planted uh, to a crop insured and harvested in at least one of the four most recent crop years. Uh, and then also additional levels of prevented planning coverage then lastly, prevented planting uh, coverage on contracted crops. And then, of course, any other prevented planting questions that may or individuals may have. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that comment period uh, ends September 1st. So we're a little bit over a, uh, a week away. Okay. Uh, so if you do have public comments regarding prevented planting, uh, if you see any need to change that program, I know Farm Bureau is putting out some public comments. Uh, but uh, if you want to find... Uh, if you want to go uh, put in public comments, mm-hmm. you have to go to the federal e-rulemaking portable. That's at regulations.gov and search for docket ID FCIC-23-0001. That was a mouthful. Yeah, it was. Uh, they will, con- Like I said, they will consider comments till September 1st. Also, if you have any uh, uh, desire to look into or attend any of the dates or the the listening sessions, Mm -hmm. you can find more information on what dates, times, and locations those listening sessions are at at rma.usda.gov. All right. Well, get out there and make your voice heard. As we say, every time you've got one of these opportunities, 
it's 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 important to to make sure that you're speaking up for your area. We know how unique each yep. farm, each field can be, mm-hmm. and to be able to uh, and put your your own thoughts into that is is very important. Yeah, if you think there needs to be more uh, funds available for this program, or payouts should be higher, or need more options for buy ups, you know, et cetera, et cetera, this is mm-hmm. an opportunity to speak that. Yeah, yeah, get it done. All right, well. Some of you may may have seen in the news this week, the governor issued an executive order, uh, and it's all about water. Uh, we're sharing reporting from Hunter Field with the Arkansas Advocate. He gives details of the news from the governor's office with an executive order calling for the fourth iteration of the Arkansas water plan. The most recent water plan was put into place in 2014. This order aims to update that in a two-phase approach. The purpose of phase one will be to determine the significant changes needed, for the existing plan complete uh, with a schedule and cost estimate for those changes. Phase two shall, and I'm quoting here, mm-hmm. include needed uh, updates to reflect the current demands, forecasts, supply, availability, and the quality of surface and groundwater, a resilience assessment, regional and basin level water management strategies, local project and program assessments, focus basins, identification, and solutions, a structural analysis of flood mitigation, infrastructure and proposed solutions, uh, and a comprehensive analysis of water management policies. That's a long list of things we're going to cover. If it has to deal with water, they're going to they're going to be looking into it. Uh, Hunter reports that a status report for Phase Two will be due to the governor by the end of next year, 2024, and the order makes it clear that the process should include stakeholder engagement. Secretary West Ward. Uh, and Natural Resources Division Director Chris Colclaser uh, will head up the project with the first phase being complete within the next 365 days, and that's according to the order. Okay. The story notes that the 2014 plan was meant to address needs through 2050, and it predicted a 14% increase in water demand. Uh, the first plan was published in 1975, the second in 1990, and as we said earlier, the current plan is nearly 10 years old. Oh, wow. So, <clears throat> some uh, executive action uh, there to address water needs across the state. Um, had a few conversations this week and have learned that uh, not only, obviously, will this impact agriculture, yeah. looking at uh, population shifts, looking yep. at uh, development uh, impacts as, as, as we see uh, new home and, and commercial and whatever development that may be. Yep. Um, just lots of lots and lots of factors. Here yeah, the first within this place my mind goes to is groundwater, just in agriculture. Right. I'm not thinking about residential areas, but or urban areas. But there's been a lot of advancements in technology and the use of water and how much water we use mm-hmm. in ag. But it's still an issue. Yeah. You know, and how deep we're putting wells in the ground. Uh, now, if you're lucky to be right next to the Mississippi River or the Arkansas, then you could take a step and water's going to squirt out of the ground. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this is an important thing. Uh, I think yeah. this is good. How to leverage surface water, all those things. Mm-hmm. We've got quite a bit of policy. I went and when I read this news, I went and looked at our uh, policy uh, book and read all the policy that we have on. Uh, we've got a section dedicated to the state water plan. Yeah. And um, so interesting to see how that aligns as well. Uh, all right. Well, let's take a short break from the news to hear the remi- a reminder about keeping rural roads safe, especially this time of year. Arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week. That means when you hit the road, you may be sharing it with farm equipment, especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads. It's so important that we work together to keep each other safe on the roads. This time of year, you may find yourself on the road with a farmer moving hay or moving large equipment, especially in rural Arkansas. Let's just be, all be sure to help one another cultivate safe roads. 
Now let's get back to the news. All right, what let's do, do it. Yeah, you're up next. Oh, mm. all right. Yeah, I got something. I think. <laughs> all right. So uh, this week uh, in Southern Ag Today, they put out a new article uh, by agricultural economist Ryan Loy, their new uh, ag economist at the University of Arkansas. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this uh, article was regarding increased production costs due to higher ag lending interest rates. So we've talked about interest rates quite a bit on this show, I think, Absolutely. in the last couple of months. Yeah. Uh, Loy states in the article that since March 2022, the Federal Open Market Committee has in- enacted 11 interest rate hikes, accounting for a 5.25% increase in interest rates. Mm. The Fed funds rate indirectly impacts the cost of other market interest rates, such as agricultural operating loans, whereas the FOMC influences rates by managing available cash or money supply within the financial sector. Lloyd goes on to say that uh, in terms of supply and demand, which we're big about here on the podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, if cash is limited, then the cost to borrow available cash increases. Mm. So typically operating loans are higher than the effective federal funds rate. And a survey of the 10th financial district, on average, a producer is paying 8.02% interest compared to 3.66% interest the previous year. Mm. Uh, needless to say, producers' cost of production has increased substantially due to uh, rising interest rates for operating loans. In the article, Lloyd provides a simple chart showing estimated cost of production per acre of corn, cotton, rice, and peanuts for the southern region. He mm-hmm. lists the four main inputs that farmers have to account for, which are seed, fertilizer, pesticides, and fuel. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a footnote in here. Just remember, there's a lot of other things that people are putting in. Yeah, uh, to the, from one farm to the next. No, no farmers the same. Right. Uh, but for these purposes, this is what he used by taking a total cost per acre of each of those inputs and multiplying it by quarter two or quarter three interest rates. Lloyd shows the cost per acre difference between 2023 and 2022 producers are paying per acre in interest. So, if just for example, he for corn and cotton, these were the two crops that have seen the biggest increase in the cost of interest rates per acre, with corn increasing by $22.73 an acre mm. and cotton seeing a 23.77 cents increase per acre yeah. in interest rates. I thought this was a really good article because sometimes I think the cost of it operating loans uh, and those interest rates, initially when you get that operating loan, you see that interest rate, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's not accounted for in that balance sheet. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the cost mm-hmm. for fuel, you you know exactly. You're seeing that quite a bit, your cost for yeah. seed, fertilizer. So taking that into account, it was interesting. It's a it's a real easy read. It's a pretty short article, but uh, and if you want to look into more detail, because I just kind of hit the surface here. Sure. Go to southernagtoday.org, and that's a pretty good group. It's a made up of uh, ag economists from all the southeastern region, from all the uh, um, universities, uh-huh. uh, and they they do a really good job. There's University of Arkansas, Kentucky, Texas A and M. So on and so on. But uh, this will undoubtedly have a large impact on producers going forward and will further force them to find new ways to cut costs or increase yields or anything you can think of to try to keep costs down because it's been a, uh, let's call it a hellstorm of high prices. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to get out of my league here, but, um, you know, you think about fuel, that's probably a variable cost. That cost can change, mm-hmm. uh, you know, which can impact the the producer as the year goes on seed fertilizer you know things like that you'd think yeah. maybe maybe they had paid for that in advance yeah um but boy uh, uh an interest rate uh change uh between quarters is not something you probably can account for well this was um, between years okay i'm sorry i missed so, that i missed uh, that i was yeah. Quarter two this year compared to quarter two last year. Quarter two last year. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't miss yeah. that. And but yeah, think about like how but, expensive equipment is now. Yeah, yeah. The interest rate on equipment, man, that's it's a big chunk. Yeah, yeah, for You're sure. Buying tractors for four hundred, five hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah, yeah and a, they used to be two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, and that was expensive. Yeah, exactly. Then you got to insure them, and yep. you know all that good stuff. Well. That's a good one. Uh, that's your buddy uh, Joe Outlaw's shop, isn't it? Uh, no. Um, are they operating Southern Ag today? I think I thought it was. Don't quote us on that. Yeah. I, thought, I was thinking for some reason that was uh, out of that Texas A&M. You'll definitely shop, see his but, name somewhere. On yeah, there. for sure. So anyway, all right, well, that was a good one. Uh, I love this last story. Some of you know that I spent a couple years uh, with an ag tech startup before coming here to Farm Bureau, uh, and it's exciting to see the ideas that come out of 
uh, these companies. Uh, now's your chance to showcase your ideas right here in Arkansas. Uh, Arkansas Farm Bureau has launched the Ag Innovation Challenge, a statewide business competition that showcases Arkansas startups developing innovative solutions uh, to address challenges facing Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and rural communities. The challenge is presented in partnership with Farm Credit Associations of Arkansas. The application window is open now and closes October 8th. Challenge applications must represent a for-profit business and submit a business plan, a business pitch, product images, and other assets for review. Uh, judges will review all applications and select five semifinalists to, we talked about that trade show earlier, yep. present at the Arkansas Farm Bureau annual meeting on November 30th with a winner and a runner-up announced at that meeting in Little Rock. Cash prizes totally $15,000 will be awarded to the top two businesses with the winner receiving 7500 bucks and the runner-up earning $5,000. Uh, there will also be a People's Choice Award winner uh, who will receive $2,500. Entrepreneurs entering the contest must be 18 and a current member of Arkansas Farm Bureau. We can help you with that. Uh, you can find a link to the app. Uh, on our website, I don't mean app like on your phone. I mean the application yeah. <laughs> on our website. And this is all being headed up by our friend and colleague, Philip Powell. Mm -hmm. uh, so give him a shout if you're interested and or if you have questions. I'm sure he'd be happy to help you. Uh, I'm very excited about this. Uh, American Farm Bureau has had this on the national yeah. level. This is our first year to do it here on the state level. Uh, and I can't wait to this see This is a good chunk of money. I mean... This. Yeah, man. That helped quite a bit. I mean, you know, depending on where you are in the process and, and things like that. But, I mean, could you imagine going out and getting a a, a mold made or yeah. or some sort of prototype or whatever with that? You know, I mean, just a little, little shot in the arm there. We'll have a lot going on at convention this year. you got the farmer's market. You've got this. And then you got, like, the ag, ag mechanic. Ag mechanic uh, 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 showcase or, or competition, yeah. whatever that is. Uh, that's what I mean. And all that's happening on the stage. Yeah. Guess who else is going to be on the stage? Us. Us. <laughs> All right. Us. Uh, we're going to be there. Uh, we're we're going to do the radio station. The buzz will be there, I think. Gosh, I hope I didn't overcommit there. No, uh, we're, we're trying. We're, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we're trying. They usually come, though. Everybody they do. Everybody it may be a different that. time of the day when they're there. Okay. Uh, well. Because they were already booked. But uh, yeah. we're, we're working on that. We're working on it. Well, well the point is, is. You will be entertained when you come into that trade show. Yeah, you guys are dueling banjos, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I even yeah. have a harmonica. Hey, we will have a radio show <laughs> off. <laughs> back to back. We're the best. Who can who can bring the most uh, entertainment? The most people. Were you doing this show? Uh, were you doing this show when? I don't think so. We were doing it. I think at the convention, and we were videoing. Matthew had the camera set up. And Katrina just walks up and like gets in our face, gets in our face, <laughs> no. trying to kind of make us laugh while we're recording. She had no clue that the camera was right there. Oh, she yeah. was in between you and, and the camera. Yeah, oh, we're yeah. like, hey, the camera. And I she believe was that so was, embarrassed. Uh, I believe that was Rob. Okay, and, uh, yeah, it was before I, my time. I believe he kind of went. Uh, well, yeah, 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 <laughs> in, 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 in perfect Rob fashion. Well, uh, yeah. So there's gonna be a lot going on at the trade show, and I'm telling you guys, it's gonna be September next week. Yep. And he'll be here before we know it. I know. And you know what? Anthony is going to turn one at the end of September. I feel like oh, he was just born. Yeah. You know? That's <laughs> yeah. insane. Isn't yeah. It? Is he walking? Almost. Okay. He's pulling up on stuff. and. Well, you don't have to worry about uh, getting physically active. That's going to be done for you here <laughs> yeah. shortly. That's right. <laughs> I gotta, we've got some uh, stairs that go down on the bottom level of our house, and I've really got to put a baby gate up. Yeah, you need to get yeah. on that because I'm telling you, you'll wake up tomorrow and he'll be cruising around that place, yeah. and you're like, what? Yeah. Happened? Slow down, buddy. Yeah, that reminds me. I got to get my Christmas list together for y'all. What are you gonna give uh, me a Christmas present? No, I'm giving y'all my list of oh, stuff I want, I, I, so y'all know what to get me. <laughs> That's like, all I'm saying. Well, as long as you don't get me anything, that means I don't have to get you something, right? No, I'm giving you a list uh, so you can get me stuff. I don't care if I get you. Is there anything. a limit? Like a price <laughs> limit? We'll have to figure that out. Oh, we should open them on the uh, show. Okay, we should get that'd be each, fun. We should get each other something. Surprise. Nice. Somebody's going to be out. <laughs> I buy you, you buy him. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. And then Matthew. We should if he shows up. Matthew. We'll draw well, names or something. Matthew wasn't here today, so I'm going to. Oh, he's not in on this. I'm, I'm telling me he had to. Yeah. We voted him to get them all. Oh, I like that better. <laughs> yes. 
Hello, Santa. Yeah, since you don't show up for the Young podcast Santa. anymore, you owe us all your Christmas presents. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, maybe that'll cool people off talking about Christmas. Yeah. Here right. when it's 117. Yeah. Outside. I hear more and more people are getting offended when they walk in a, a Walmart and it's already got Christmas stuff out and it's still hot outside, you know. Two weeks ago, I pull up to Kroger on Sunday morning to get some bacon so I could cook my family breakfast. Yeah. And the entire outside entry covered in pumpkins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Helena uh, at their PD meeting <laughs> Tuesday night, they had pumpkin decorations out on all the tables. And it kind of took me off guard. I was like, why are they got pumpkins? I was like, oh. It's October's yeah. almost here. Yeah, that's right. Uh, two two months still. I think it's a little early. I appreciate the effort. Let me be clear about that. But I think <laughs> it's a little early for pumpkins. You know, that's just my two cents. Yeah. Do you have any holiday trivia for us since we've made this all about holidays? Uh, I don't know if I've got holiday trivia. Yeah. But, you know, it is time to. Yes. He did it. <laughs> <laughs> It's my favorite part of the show. Yeah, yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Uh, I have Arkansas trivia. Oh, all right. Last Matter time fact, I answered, uh, it one. is Arkansas farm trivia. Okay. Oh, okay. So, is this gonna, like how fast a chicken can run? Please God, no. No, I didn't. I didn't take it that way. <laughs> Maybe next time. No, no. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I just wanted to see how well you knew your farm facts. Okay. okay. So right. you're talking about Farm Fact Friday. Yeah. Um, these are hopefully easy. So I was trying to take it easier on you this week. We'll see. But, uh, do either of you know how many farms we have in the state? Uh, I used to. Is it like... What is it? Is it 45,000 or? You're warm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're 52. Something you're getting like colder. Uh, 42. You're right yeah. at it. It's, yeah, really? <clears throat> yeah. It's as of January this year, they were estimated at 41,900. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, you know how many uh, acres are operated out of that? Hmm. Oh gosh, I used to. I used to feel like I used to know both these numbers. Um, As an ag economist, I'm supposed to know that. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know why this number is in my head, but go it, for it. I'm trying to think, man, this seems like a lot. Maybe that's the state, though. Like, how many acres are in the state? <laughs> Were you gonna say like a hundred million? <laughs> I was gonna say eighteen million. Well, uh, it is in millions. Yeah, uh, but. Fourteen million. Oh, that's close. As you are yeah. off See, that, that much. It's just four that million. Much. That's not a big deal, right? How <laughs> much? Just not accounting for a big chunk uh, of the <laughs> farmers in the state. Um, let's talk commodities. Ooh. For the last one, man, we're really narrowing down my job responsibility. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. This is all chickens. Broilers. Oh, good. This is employee <laughs> review. You didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not responsible for chickens. I'm getting you prepared uh, yeah. here, John. Yeah, uh, for October. How many chicken broilers, uh, you know, are in production in the state? It's it's measured in head, of course. Yeah. Head of chickens. It's got to be. Oh, man. It's, been, uh, it's got to be. Probably gotten closer in chicken houses, but the chickens themselves. Yeah, let's let's do it by the head. In, in Assuming one round, right? Because obviously they'll get several rounds. Well, I guess it's a year, so it could be. It, yeah. It's in a year. Million. How many rounds do you think they have? Three? Four? Three, I Three. think. We're just proving while we don't. What did you say, 20 million? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm We're going say, for the year last year. I'm going to say a dollar bob and go mm-hmm. up. <laughs> I actually think it's the other way. I think you should you think go dollar or one. No, I think it'd be. <laughs> no, more, I was going to say it was than more 20. than twenty million. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, thirty-five million. That's oh. probably. I, I think it's going to be higher than that. What do you think? Would you believe one billion? Holy cow! Yeah, fifty-one million four hundred thousand. Yeah, one billion, one and a half billion chickens. Got quite a bit of broilers going right on. here. Yeah, it's a whole lot of chicken. So. We eat a lot of. A lot of chicken in my house. I think so. How much is it for the country? Because there's there's chicken houses all across the southeast part of the state or uh, yeah. the country. That's right. Uh, 
So brush up on your farm facts. Midwest, too, like uh, Indiana. Yeah. I mean, you know. All right. Well, that was a good one. Uh, hey, we didn't get a single one right. Y'all know what's coming up this weekend? What's up? College football. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we go. I, no. <laughs> Look, it is. And I don't want to rain on that parade. You are raining on my parade. But I thought college football started Labor Day weekend. Razorbacks do. Yeah. I mean, most of them do, right? Yeah. I There were some high school football games last Friday night. Were there? That you saw always start on Labor Day, too. And I can't, no, nothing against the buzz. I just can't listen to you on Friday afternoon during high school football season. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. So, but who are there? Several games. I think several uh, games. Does Saturday, Van- Vanderbilt and Hawaii play, and USC like and Notre- somebody. Florida and Utah. Does Notre Dame play somebody Saturday? Notre night, Dame and Navy play, and I think Dublin, Ireland. Oh, okay. oh man, that's yeah. cool. Very that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's very cool. cool. Um, who else? I don't know. I, I but there's a handful of games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, it's safe to say. Yeah, Boy, uh, I'm excited-ish for football. Uh, I just wish it wasn't quite so hot. So. Yeah, that's the truth. But soon we'll be able to sit outside. I'll be able to sit sit outside and watch TV on the deck. That's true. Watch yeah. a game on the deck or whatever, I, which I highly recommend. I think you were looking into that. Yeah, TV well, we, we would like to have a deck in our house, but uh, we're not at that point yet in our lives. Well, you got a baby. You you're still <laughs> buying diapers. That's yeah. why. <laughs> I haven't even put up a baby baby gate yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't go build on the deck. <laughs> Uh, anyway, all right, well, that was a good one, guys. That wraps up the news for this week. Uh, thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio versions on iTunes or Spotify. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. Yeah, and the Arkansas AdCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown. And I'm John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.